Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com slash audio. Just in case. Yeah, so. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do this All thing. Right. Okay, here we go. Um, Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by you because that story show is listener supported. Join the club and get bonus content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. This is that story show, people. Hey, he was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this lady's house. (laughs) I left her some guano. (laughs) Hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories. And inviting you to do the same. This is episode 303. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Yes, my name is John, and it's still with an H. Okay. Not J O. forgot how to spell it. Not J O N. No. Those folks that, usually are named Jonathan. Yeah. And, and I'm not a Jonathan. No, you're not. You're just John. How, how's your I'm life been, John. man? Oh, man. It's <laughs> That's been... a hard question. I'm sorry. It's a comedy show, and I'm asking you how your life is going. That's like asking me. I couldn't sleep at all last <laughs> night. Like, I, I'm almost scared to sleep, and you'll find out why later. But, oh, my goodness. Hmm. Yeah. You watched all the episodes of Stranger Things again. No, I, I just, my sure brain won't shut down, down and, and it's it's sad. It's very sad. Um, but we always start with an opening story. I'm doing okay. Say what? I'm doing okay. Oh, okay, great. There you go. There's there's the the one one size fits all answer right there. Um, good. This one's called the. uh, We always start with an opening story, and this is no exception. This opening story is called the possibly stray cat. It's pretty funny. It's by Eric Kube. He says, "I do construction in people's homes." Recently, I had the fun experience to step in dog vomit in my stockinged feet. There is just something that makes your stomach roll when you step in something that oozes between your toes and smells. Oh, come on. I uh, had another customer. He says, I had another customer that complained that she had thousands of dollars of vet bills because we stressed out her cat. See, I was talking about cat people the other day. You got to watch out for some Hmm. of those cats folks like john john's a cat person well, listen if my cat gets stressed out because somebody comes into my house that's the cat's problem not thank the you person's problem okay so you're 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 I mean, okay you're okay with me okay all right uh this happened a I while ago is wielding an axe i don't know but. oh well yeah the, the cat should get stressed out but they probably wouldn't it'd probably be like yeah go ahead he's in there he's in the study just uh whack his yeah, head that's off they would do 
A dog, on the other hand, would would try to fight them, or at least bark at them. They would sense the person with the axe a mile down the street, and they'd start barking, and you'd be like, why are you barking, dog? Shut up! And put him in his pen, and then the guy would break in and chop off your head anyway. So so anyway, this happened a while ago, he says, but it's still worth a mention. We were doing a remodel project on this family's home, and they had a cat. And we asked that the cat be contained so we did not have to worry about it. As the days went by, the customer started to complain that we kept letting their cat out. And we insisted that we indeed had not. And I think they would know, you know. Hmm. Then one day, the cat was out and ran out the front door. And we had two carpenters running through the neighborhood trying to find the cat. Problem was that nobody could remember exactly what the cat looked like. So... They found a cat and they put it back in the room in the house and we didn't tell the homeowner and we just hoped, crossed our fingers and our toes that hoped that we found the right cat. (laughs) If not, we just locked the wrong cat in their home and their cat was on the loose still. So we waited for the phone to ring that night and the next day it did. The people called to apologize of all things. I asked what for, and they told me they just discovered their cat had been jumping up and getting the door lever to open the door. Whoa. And they'd been accusing them falsely all of this time, those poor carpenters. About three months later, I was out at their home, and I decided it was time to relay the cat, the stray cat story. And they got a good laugh and said, well, you did find the right cat. <laughs> His name is Houdini, by the way. Yeah. Good he's a he's a morph changer. He can become any cat that he wants. And uh, I think I might have to start blaming vet bills on people that work on my house. Not it, that there's a lot of them, but well, if there are, maybe I could blame doctor bills on them. There you go. You stressed out my cat because I'm here instead of at my house. Yeah, I don't know. My cat was stressed out, so I had to come home early from work today so that I could. Be with the cat. Nah, I can't do that. No, it's not going to work. Cats. Nobody cares about cats except for the owner of the cat. Like, or when people post photos of their cats, I unfollow them because I don't Uh-oh. care about their cats. What if it's just like an occasional post, like maybe once or twice a year? There's no such thing as an occasional cat post. People co- post cats Every time their cat does something that's not absolutely buttholeish. <laughs> and I think that's why. I was like, oh, my cat's not being a jerk right now. Oh, he's being sweet. This is such a rare photogenic opportunity. I'm going to take a picture and put it up on the internet so everybody can share my love. But they don't know the terror that you live in most of the time of your own pet. So we don't get it. It's like trying to explain a dream. So it doesn't, well, doesn't work hmm. out very well. But I, I, You know, the only time I've posted a picture of my cat, she's been like sleeping or something. See, or that's what I'm saying. Like a parrot. People do that kind of stuff. And it's like, I, I, they're I, so adorable when they sleep. It's like that in sports teams and stuff. When you're, when your team is winning, no one else cares in the entire internet. And so you're posting stuff about, oh, the the blues are doing this and the blues are doing that. And it's like, yeah, that's great in St. Louis. But outside of St. Louis, everybody's just like 
getting their car washed and and going to work and <laughs> feeding their kids and stuff and they're like they don't care about your cat or the blues but maybe i'm or just the toronto raptors yeah maybe i'm just Sorry. maybe i'm being too harsh i don't know maybe i'm just a, a mean guy what do you think john yeah um you can say it i don't think you're mean i knew you were gonna say that Inventing and me saying that I is forgot mean. that blues was actually a team. Actually, to be honest with you, yeah, I was like, why do you keep talking about the blues? The but blues. Remember, oh, they're like a hockey team. They, they won, won the <laughs> the Heisman Cup or something. I don't know what it's called. The 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 Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. There I we think. go. Is the Heisman a thing? Cup or did I just make that up? I think it's tennis or ping pong. I don't know. I don't know what the ultimate prize is for winning at ping pong. All right, you're back. Yeah, you back? Yeah. Um, okay, it's time for us to do some weekly rewinding. Rewinding. All right, so my weekly update is um, really stupid. <laughs> it's it's right up there with lemons, lemons. Um. We were at... Uh, so you're saying there's a new meme coming? I don't know. I don't think it's going to catch on. <laughs> but um, it's that dumb. So if they if people like dumb stuff, they're going to love this. No, I, I posted a picture of it on Facebook in the group. But um, we, me and my wife were at uh, Red Lobster. And I'm sitting there and I'm drinking my soda. And I set my soda down on the coaster... And I notice something, and it's very basic, but I notice that the shadow being cast by my cup from the overhead light is casting a circular, a circular, circular shadow, a circular. It's like a a sparkler and a circle mixed together. Circular, man. That's how we say it here in Georgia. That's right, man. Circular. Um, But it it is it is uh, projecting a circular. Uh, shadow that is the exact same size as the coaster that is underneath my <laughs> cup. And so I, while my wife is talking, I am listening to her, I promise. But uh, as she's talking, I have to say a part of my concentration was on fidgeting with that cup and that coaster <laughs> until I could get a complete and total eclipse of the coaster. And let me tell you, it was so perfect that I took a picture of it to see if it would do it justice. And it did, but it made it, it look like there was no shadow. It just looked like it was a dark coaster underneath. And the reason why this is amazing to me is because there's so many elements that had to line up that it's just as amazing as a real eclipse okay maybe not but still um because the lamp had to be a certain size hanging at a certain distance the cup the top the top of the circumference had to be a certain size the and the, the cup height had to be a certain size the coaster had to be a certain size everything that had to come together to line up to make a perfectly sized shadow to totally eclipse the coaster it just blew my mind. So I took two pictures. I took a partial eclipse of the coaster and then a full eclipse of the coaster. 
Totally clips. Totally clips of the coaster. See, I'm so glad that you know that song because I started typing these alternate lyrics to that song in that <laughs> post that you made. And I'm like, he's probably not going to know that. And so I deleted it. Oh, no. That's one of my favorite songs, dude. Is it? Yeah. Isn't that oh. Belinda Carlisle or something? I don't, I don't know. Think it's, I think it's a little bit pre, prior to Belinda. Okay. But, uh, but you know what? She may have done a remake of turn it. Turn around. Every now and then it's, I get a little bit of condensation on the side of my cup. Turn around. Every now and then I need a paper thing underneath my glass so we could pick it all up. I don't know. Turn around. <laughs> Every now and then I take a sip and I set down the cup and I see a shadow. Turn around. And if I adjust it right, it's perfectly covering every little part of it, you know. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Turn around, cola. Every now and then it covers all. Anyway, we need to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I was getting to the chorus and... Uh, nothing I can say except total eclipse of coaster. Oh. But I couldn't. I was thinking of something about a toaster, and I was like, that doesn't make any it, good sense. Either, it takes but... a long time to get to the chorus in that song. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So quite a build. It's it's a it's Once a hard a song. Time there was coke in my cup. Now it's really falling apart. See, you'd always want to rhyme it with the heart. Right, right. Work. There's nothing. No, 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 no. You wouldn't. You'd say, um, uh, uh. Once upon a time, there was Diet Coke in my glass, and now I'm just wanting some more. There's nothing I could say, a total eclipse of the co-star. There you go. That was a bad you rhyme. You figured it out. That was a bad a rhyme. lyrical genius. It's not. It's not happening. I did a lyrical genius moment <laughs> on um, on Facebook. Yep. And uh, I'd like to share that one as my second weekly update, if I may. Um, I accidentally, well, not accidentally, I I was sitting in my office and we have a downstairs bathroom and my daughter goes into the bathroom and what I hear is, all right, my favorite brush, what do we have in store today? And I'm like wondering, is there Disney magic going on or is she just crazy? And uh, so I post this on Facebook and Eric Fisher says, <laughs> singing, do you want to brush my hair now? And then I was inspired and I replied oh, dude, it was so. in a series of replies. Yes, I thought you'd never ask. I waited through your number two and a long shampoo you <laughs> blow dry really fast. Oh, could it be this simple? You're ready now. I'm watching your hair pass by. Do you want to brush my hair now? Heck yes, I'll brush your hair now. I'm your guy. So, oh, <laughs> uh, that was a good one. I I literally lol'd when uh, I read it. That's great. Well, the funny thing is, my daughter comes in because my wife tells her about it. She comes running in and she's like, "That is not what I said." <laughs> I'm like, well, what the? Correct you? Yeah, I'm like, what did you say, you crazy girl? She said I had uh, my show nine hundred two one zero that I've been watching, and I said, okay, show. What lesson do you have for me today? And and she was talking to it 
what's Dylan and so-and-so going to do? And how's Brenda going to respond to it? Blah, blah, blah. So she was talking to her show, which is just as crazy. And, yeah. and, and it does, you know, it proves it, it takes out one of those two options. One of the options being, you know, is, is it Disney magic or is she insane? She, she's insane. Insane about 90210. So, yeah. But in the meantime, we got a great parody of uh, brushing your hair to. Uh, yeah. And that wasn't even your weekly update. So that's brilliant. <laughs> like so that. There you go. You get a you get a, so- a song version of it there. All right, John, your turn, man. Gosh, I don't even have anything good. So I'll just tell you what happened today. Okay. So one of the reasons I was late, I was over in the gym with my prayer partner. Oh. And uh, the gym is where we have church. Oh, okay. On Sunday. Yeah. This, the, so. I was imagining you lifting weights with a guy <laughs> that you pray with. Okay. I'll explain that. Okay. I'll explain that. So um, on Sunday, we had a light go out and I was like, oh, I got to replace that. And we've like the lights in our gym, in our our theater lightings in our gym's notorium, whatever we call it. Um, it, The lights have been systematically kind of going out because, hey, it's a gym and kids kick balls in there. Right. And throw things and they get hit. And so I'm I'm down to like four good working lights in there to light up the whole, you know, auditorium when it's an auditorium. And one of them went out and it just was so dark. So I was like, I got to fix that this week. And so I, I, I had to replace one of the lamps. Well, it turns out the whole light is bad. Anyways, I had to replace the whole light. So we have this really rickety, frightening uh, lift. <laughs> it's not, you know, the kind, it's just a straight bucket lift. And yeah. It goes, like straight up. It's not a scissor lift. It doesn't roll around unless you push it. And it's, it's like very- a glorified ladder. It, yeah, yeah. It just goes straight up and straight down. You can't, it's got little extension feet on it to kind of keep the base stable. And it's, it's really kind of scary. Um, but I call it my prayer partner because uh, <laughs> every time I go up in it, I do have to say quite a few prayers on the way up and <laughs> a few praises on the way down. And it uh, goes along the lines of, Lord, Please don't let me die today. I am looking forward to seeing you, but, <laughs> but I, if I die, I don't want it to be at the hands of this this <laughs> device. And somebody told me once, I was talking about that, and they said, why don't you just put the harness on? <laughs> and if you know what I'm talking about, the, the harness will actually keep you safe if you fall out of the bucket, which I have zero intention of doing because right. I'm not reaching out. But if the thing falls over, that just means I'm tied You're to tied it. You're tied to it, exactly. And I'm going to die. It's like, I don't know. It's like the uh, seatbelt argument, you know. They say you put a seatbelt on, you know, if you're in a collision, it'll keep you safe. But if you're in a fiery car crash, then you're dead. And you have to put, you know, you get in the car and you make a decision every day. Is this a fiery car crash day? Or is yeah. this a, you know, crash into a tree day? I don't know. And, uh, hmm. so when oh. you, when you think about that harness, you know, you got to think, is this a fall out of the bucket, like an idiot day, or is yeah. this a whole thing's falling over and I'm strapped into it for life? Yeah. Uh, they're bearing me with a lift. So well, it's your prayer partner, huh? Takes. My prayer partner. Yeah. Does he pray yeah. along with you? No, he does not. So he's not nah. your prayer partner. 
some of the times I'm praying that it'll actually work because it's it's kind of old. Uh, I think the last safety stamp on it is like from the nineties. Why do I so. get the impression that your job at this church is to do all the jobs that no one else wants to do? <laughs> I, I can tell I probably, struck I make some truth sound there. like that. No, no, you're being nice. <laughs> I'm going to call your pastor and I'm going to tell him you need to, <laughs> I might be, I might be unemployed. No. <laughs> What else is he going to do? We gave him all the crap jobs no one else wants. Because that's the way your pastor sounds. He sounds like, he sounds <laughs> yeah. like a, a 1920s Superman. Ah, Johnny. Yes, I know. So I know who you speak of. He's the one out there on the lift. Uh, praying praying. <laughs> I can hear his praises now. He must be done. <laughs> He's coming back down. Oh, goodness. All right. It's time for, I'll, I'll leave your pastor alone. I won't make you lose your job, but we do have to tell a feature story, and I don't want to. So. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story. All right. I've debated quite a bit on whether to tell this story or not, but it has been several nights, and uh, everything has been fine, so I think it was a one-time thing. So here we go. All right. Is that a heck of a buildup or what? Yeah, I'm I'm on the edge of the seat that I'm not sitting on. All right. The other day, I had to go to the bathroom really, really bad. Nice. I'm talking about where it feels like it's backed up into your stomach, like your muscles in your bottom of your stomach hurt. Because there was like one or two. Uh, oh, number one, I had to pee. Okay, I had to pee really, really bad. And, um, I went to, uh, we were at the mall. So I go into the bathroom and dad gummit, you know, that moment or that time where you had to go so bad for so long that you can't go. <laughs> yeah. So I stand there and then some weird people come in and I can't, I'm like, I can't perform uh, stage fright in front of these people. So I just zipped it up and I walked out. And I looked for another bathroom, and, and this time we were at the uh, at the Walmart. And so Whoa. Walmart's a little more, to me anyway, a little more relaxed because I don't care what Walmart people think. <laughs> and I'm just being real. And uh, so I go up to the urinal and, and, and prepare, and nothing, man. It, I'm dying. I am literally dying. And... Um, at one point, though, I'm I'm walking around. It, we'd gone to a, a third place. I think it was like a Pier 1. And right in the middle of the showroom was this giant metal toilet. It was, um, it was, was it, you know, the old tubs. What was that? Uh, like a clawfoot tub? No, I'm talking about like the ones that you would wash a goat in or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, a, the number two. Well, I can't remember. I can't wash remember. Basin? It, it, yeah, but but it's 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 got a name, and I could remember it until just now. Uh, it's a certain trough. kind of metal. but it, oh, it's, galvanized? Yes, galvanized metal. It looks like flakes of metal pushed together kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole toilet is made of this galvanized metal and it's right there and it's oversized. It's really big. 
And for the life of me, I could not resist. I had to go so bad right there in the middle of the daggone place. So I didn't even look. I just, I just got ready and I started going. And, um, unfortunately, um, that's when I woke up, uh, and I was peeing on myself. (laughs) What? I had, I had dreamed this whole thing. I really did had to go potty really bad. And I really was looking for, my brain was looking for a place to go. But when I woke up, I was laying on my back and I was peeing myself. Mm-mm, no. Yes. Yes. And I, I immediately crimped it off, but it was too late. It was all over me. I felt like I was freaking eight years old. I'm like, or, or 80. You know, you just don't know at 45 which direction you're headed. And uh, I, 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 I was like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? I woke up my wife. You know, I took a shower. <laughs> I, I changed. She, she took the sheets to the, to, the, to the washer and all this stuff. And I had to sleep on a, a top sheet and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, gosh, I haven't done this. I mean, I peed the bed till I was like 16. Okay. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, so I'd like, I'm doing the math and I'm like, I haven't done this in like 30 years. Oh man. And and that's sad. It should be more like ever. I've never done this before. (laughs) And so I waited, this was, uh, last week and I waited a while cause I'm like, what if this is a new thing that's just wrong with me? Oh no. (laughs) And I'm, I'm going to be peeing the bed from now on and I'm going to have to wear a man diaper, you know, to bed or something. And, uh, but no, it was it was just the right set of circumstances between having to go to the bathroom really, really bad and literally believing with all of my being that I was I was finally at a toilet that would receive what I needed to give it. I felt like I was safe. I felt and I've done this before where I've where I've started to go to the bathroom and wake up. And and I check and I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't, I didn't do anything, you know. And I and I go and take care of business. Uh, I'd never gotten this far before, and it's it's embarrassing, sure, but it's also freeing to let everyone know. There um, you go. You don't have to hide that. Anymore. Yeah, I'm 45, and I peed the bed the other night. <laughs> it's so well, terrible. If it makes you feel any better, when I stayed the night at your house, I had a dream like that. Oh no! And I wet that couch so bad. Ah! <laughs> but I flipped the cushions so that there is no know. flipping the cushions on that couch. You're a liar. <laughs> I seriously did have that dream though, where you're looking around for the bathroom. You yes, think, I finally found one. No, this won't work, man. I was convinced this giant uh, metal uh, toilet in the middle of Pier One was the one that was finally going to receive me. And dude, I woke up, I was wetting myself like a freaking preschooler, and I'm like, ah! And, and I'm trying to get up. I'm, I'm just sorry. praying that, that that it was not real, and it was. Oh man! And I'm that's like, the worst. you just feel so stupid and and childish. I tried to take care of it without waking up my wife, and I felt like I was eight, or you know, like back when I was a kid. And I'm like, do I put a towel on it and lay back down? I don't know. I yeah. was saying, you're so tired. You don't want to think about it. 
And uh, I'm just going to sleep through it. I'm fine. And you want to know the worst part is the next morning after my wife had washed the sheets and put everything back on, she's like, oh, I said, well, it wasn't very much. She goes, yes, it was. I'm like, why? She said, you left your wet underwear right in the middle of the bathroom. And I'm like, ah! Oh, no. <laughs> I have to kill myself now. <laughs> oh, poor James. <laughs> and she stepped in it. It was cold. Oh, no, she just had to pick it up. It's, I, I have to stay with this woman forever now. She's She's done so much for me. And she's helped me cover it up. And she helped oh. me get back to sleep. And... And she told and she told me not to drink any more water before I go to bed, so I won't have an accident. So, and you said yes, ma'am. And I, I seriously was nervous. I'm like, all right, Dadgummit, what, is this is this new thing? Because if it's a new thing, I'm not sharing it on the show. <laughs> that's terrible. It's bad enough already that it happened once, but if it's going to be a regular thing. I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna file that away and James is getting butt old. But um no, it was it was a legit my brain really believed with all its heart that it was safe. And what uh, do they call that kind of dreaming when you think it's real? I mean there's a there's a term for it. I don't know. Is uh, it is it lucid. it's not lucid dreaming, is it? I don't, I don't know. I think it's something where you, you like, when you wake up, you're like, what? I was sleeping. Something like that. It was definitely one of those moments. Cause I I I believed it moments and I hate them at the same time. I believed it a hundred percent, man. I was, I was ready and everything was going to be fine. And, and I was finally going to get to have some relief. And then, and then the, the, the dam broke and, uh, the waters came forth. So why am I wet? I don't because <laughs> I peed myself. There, there was a lie. The toilet was a lie. The cake is a lie, and the toilet is a lie, and that's oh, the man. truth. Let's get off this subject already. Let's Sorry, do some bro. listener stories. It's okay. It's just you know. Yeah, and just go back and delete that whole segment. That's, that's <laughs> I'll talk about my prayer partner a little yeah. longer. Yeah, we'll just extend the show somehow. This one's from uh, Mooseless. He says, you should start doing an advice column. Should we? Really? Yeah. He, he says, here's something to get you started. Dear that story show, I have a problem. I have no frogs. I want a moose, and I want to name it Gerald. What do I do? Mooseless. Well, here's what you do. You play this. Um. Uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. Yeah, middle schooler. Um, first of all, if you have no frogs, that is your problem. Because when God made frogs, he leaned on the button a little too long. There are frogs yeah. everywhere. They're available. And, except in the desert. Yeah. So you need to go take care of your own frog problem. And yeah. if you want a moose, name it Gerald. Um, you're just going to have to save up a lot of money, and I would recommend moving to a climate that accepts and is accepting uh, and tolerant of people that have moose uh, mooses as pets. Yeah, especially ones named Gerald. Yeah. Because as you know, in the moose world, Gerald is the equivalency of naming yourself uh, Boogerface. Goodness. Goodness. That's, I had yeah. no idea. 
So, I think uh, moose actually will attack each other if they know one of them is named Gerald. So I don't know about starting a, an advice column, but if you need advice from this stupid show, um, yeah. then yes, we will take pity on your stupid butt and we will answer your questions. <laughs> and we might even be serious when we do it. Who knows? And, yeah, we might. We might. <laughs> we might not. There's a big chance we won't. So, uh, John, read me a story. All right. Well, this one's called pharmacy, but it's not spelled like you'd spell pharmacy normally. Ah, let's see why. This comes from uh, comes to us from Ica and from Washington State. I have twin daughters who are four years old. They've been asking about how to spell different words and get really excited when they see words that they recognize. For example, they're familiar with Target because they see it in big letters, and mom and dad go there all the time. <laughs> I just added that. Um, it's in big letters in the front of the store. And the last time we went to Target, my daughter Imogen said, ta, ta, making the T sound in the Target. Then she said, what is that word underneath Target that starts with P? The word was pharmacy, which I told my daughter. She looked at me with a confused expression and said, puh, puh, pharmacy? <laughs> no, mommy. No. I had to laugh because I'm an English teacher, but I do not have a good explanation to give a four-year-old for why pharmacy begins with a P and not an F. Thank you, guys. I hope you all have a happy Easter. <laughs> yeah, we might have waited a while to get this one out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a good one. I, I should delete things like that that tell what to, <laughs> when, almost didn't read it. when people send their stuff. So. Oh, that's terrible. And I apologize if I said Ika's name wrong. I'm pretty sure I got Imogen right, though. Imogen. Imogen? Yeah. Oh, crap. I, I think that's the way it's said, and it's a beautiful name. And I think it's Ika. I don't think it's Ika, because I, I don't know for sure. I'm the guy that can't even Ica. guess people's genders right when I'm when I'm reading their stories. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry on many levels now. I, I will mention this, though, that Target, um, the NLCast baby and her mom posted a thing on Facebook this week. And uh, the NLCast baby, who is no longer a baby, said, uh, Target is not a place you go to buy one thing. Target is a place you go to buy many things. Yes. <laughs> that is such a true statement. Very true. So <laughs> let you enjoy that. It's time for some more middle school drama. Um. Uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. This is called Coconut. It comes to us from a guy calling himself the doctor. Hello, James John. I am a longtime listener and first-time sender. Just call me the doctor. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do what we're told. This story is from should my... Do you have an English accent when you say his name? No. I feel like you should. No, it's his job to do oh, that. it's his... Right. We're, yeah. 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 He's... I, I, I'm He's America. I'm America. This story is from my second grade year at school. The first time I had gotten in big trouble for causing physical pain to someone. Uh, it started as a normal day, but for some reason, my second grade mind thought it would be funny to do the why are you hitting yourself, why are you hitting yourself thing on uh, one of my friends. For the sake of the story, I will call him Zebra. Man, that is a popular, that is a popular name to go with. Is a zebra named Gerald? I, I I don't know, but I, I know that 
every middle schooler that, that picks a name uh, for something and they don't want to name it, they all say zebra. So it must be. I think there's a collection. Huh. There's a secret group out there of middle schoolers that are like, hey, you know what? We should destroy that story show. We should just bombard them. <laughs> With bad stories. <laughs> and, and let's all use Zebra. And that'll just get on his last nerve. No. Anyway, everything was going fine until I grabbed his arm. And when I meant to just give him a small slap in the face, his arm went full force right into his coconut. Let's just say that I went right to the office for that one. Love the show and hope it makes it on the doctor. Well, it took three mm. years. But yes, yes, it did get on, and you are now a high school kid. Wow. Yeah. That's why it took so long, because we wanted to make sure that he grew out of that phase before we read this. Yeah, we didn't want this to have been a thing where we're like, oh, this got me on the show. I'm going to slap more people, you know? Wait a second. He said he was in second. Oh, so he's a middle schooler in second grade. No. No, this this happened in his second grade year, even though he is in middle school. Got it. Got it. Got it. Not that hard. But it's I'm, okay. Well, when you've got the name of the doctor, I am assuming there's time travel involved. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe. You never know with the middle schoolers what they're thinking and what they're doing and how they're traveling. So this one is a voicemail. It's called Catfish Carnage. It comes to us from Austin Reason. Let's listen and enjoy. Hey, James and people. That's awesome reason again. Um, you remember the other day when uh, James was telling the story about chucking rocks or snowballs at car? Yeah, me either. Um, it reminded me of another story. Uh, same group of goofball friends that were um, uh, play acting scenes while cars were driving by and busting bottles and such. Same group of us idiots were out uh, in the neighborhood right after the James River uh, there in Richmond, Virginia had flooded. And so the little creek in our neighborhood had picked up a bunch of that, uh, a bunch of that excess water, and a bunch of catfish had uh, somehow ended up there. And then when the levels went back down on the creek, a bunch of these catfish ended up stranded and dead on the banks of our creek. So uh, little kids that we were, we were running around in the in the creek like we do, and we find all these dead catfish. So. The only natural course of action uh, would be to throw these out on the busy road uh, beside our neighborhood. So we started doing that, and uh, we would we would run out when there were no cars and uh, lay them down, and then watch as cars would run over them. And then we had to like aim them, so we would put them you know where the tires were going to go. And occasionally somebody would hit them, and the the catfish would just sort of explode or <laughs> pop, or everything would squirt out of one end. Uh, sometimes right through the mouth. You're welcome, James. And so so, uh, we started noticing that cars were getting wise to this. And so they were like, you know, they'd just move a couple inches over to the side and not run over the whatever it is in the road. They couldn't even see what it was. So we got the brilliant idea. Well, we can beat that. So we took, I don't know, a dozen or 20 of these catfish and literally (laughs) laid them end to end across three lanes of uh, of this road. And then watched as uh, a, a whole bunch of cars came by all at one time and just sat back and enjoyed the mayhem uh, <laughs> as we watched from just off the side of the road there. So um, just a quick little story there. Uh, again, kids, uh, don't try this at home. Uh, but if you do, make sure that later on you call it into your favorite podcast. 
Peace out. <laughs> That's good advice. That's so disgusting. Figure out how to stop my. Okay, there it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it took him a minute there. I'm glad he figured it out. We'd have still been waiting. <laughs> I, I, he told that story quite well, and I was imagining how disgusting that was. Gosh. But also how probably pretty amazing it was, like a fireworks of dead fish. <laughs> The, the whole fourth of they're July lucky they didn't start a daggum chain reaction accident you know oh see i didn't think that far ahead yeah but i i can relate i i oh i can't relate but i can imagine that i would have done something very similar because there's all these dead fish and um there must have been a bunch man goodness that's gross and and they're just they're just you just lay them out on the road and boom a little speed what you're doing out there with all them fish a little speed bump you know catfish indeed <laughs> i love how the cars were learning he's like he he says they're figuring it out they were, they were figuring around, it out around you know yeah it's just the same four guys going back and forth on the highway <laughs> they got it oh they got it they got wise so we fixed their little red wagon and uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty great story actually oh gosh can you imagine your your car though you're the guy yeah. running through there and all of a sudden exploded freaking uh uh catfish guts catfish. are all up in your wheel well uh, <laughs> that's a wonderful smell Honey, why does your car smell like fish how come there's cats just three layers deep all over the sedan you know i don't know i went driving down the interstate and i ran over something yeah, it's a little speed bump made out of Nasty. catfish. Um, I don't understand. Honey, is there something you did you waterlog the car? Did you run into a creek? No. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> Reminds me of that office episode, but it shows they're going this way. There's a lake there. <laughs> GPS can't lead you yeah. wrong. Oh. Uh, all right, John, read us uh read us a story from Justin. All right. This is called Punching the rocket. Let's enjoy this one together. I was at work one day when I got a message that said something along the lines of Owen ran into the table and the whole entire house looks like a charnel house hit by a tornado. What's a charnel house? I don't know. Charnel house. Hmm. I'm going to look it up while you continue. But the whole house looks like it was hit by a tornado. Anyways, maybe I'm exaggerating. Oh, home okay. Work. A charnel house is a building or vault in which corpses or bones are piled. Whoa, I did. I thought that was like a typo, but that's a real word. Yeah. A charnel house is a vault uh, where skeletal remains are stored. They oh are often built goodness. in old churches for depositing bones that are unearthed while digging graves. So, so mm. wow. So Owen ran into the table and made the whole house look like something gross, apparently. Can we talk about the the weirdness of digging a grave for one person and, and finding that you're digging in the grave of another person? So what do we do with this? Well, let's build a channel or a charnel house. Charnel house. And we'll just start charnel. chunking the bones in there. And somehow that's better than... <laughs> <laughs> cutting through them like a root, you know, with your shovel. You yeah. 
just you know throw them in there. Just take the post hole diggers and just jam them through that skull until you until oh. it's clear. I don't know. Man. Just I, how will they be put back together at the great resurrection? Uh, it, it's going to be a fantastical, amazing thing to see. Mm. It'll it'll be like Voltron coming together oh, from different yeah. pieces. Cool. Your your foot will roar. And then jump on, and then your head <laughs> will do a thing, and, and it'll it'll transform and connect to the body. And then each Once arm, both arms come into place at the same time and click into place. Shink, and all in the blink of an eye. Mm. So, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, go I'm ahead. Just, I'm taken aback by somebody actually using a word that I don't know. Yeah, I, I learned something today. This is what the C is sign on. This is good. charnel house or maybe it's farnel house because it's a ch instead of a ph i don't know anyways here we go the more we know so maybe he's exaggerating i rushed home from work and the house wasn't bathed in blood but our son our son's two front teeth the baby ones god be praised were bent back angles. hp lovecraft uh, would have had gosh. would have a 400 adjectives to say about it uh. Who's H.P. Lovecraft? I don't know. He, he, he sounds like an author. Yeah. I've never let, read anything by him, but I I know that he is the one that did Shalulu or something. Some big monster with the, that has a, a wings and a octopus for a head or something like that. Oh. I, 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 think, I think it's Shalulu, like Chalupa. Chalupa. I'm pretty okay. sure I'm saying that exactly right. Chalo- I will have to take a word for it. All right. So they got him to the dentist as quick as they could. On the way, Owen really was excited about the toy rocket he could get from the treasure chest of toys that they let you dig through after you get your teeth worked on. X-rays and whatnot later. Basically, they had to push them back as much Meh! as they could. Meh! That's the solution. So wouldn't click up against his other teeth. You, you, you cause more damage. <laughs> no. You want a Why better solution than that when you go to the doctor. You want something medical. Uh, you don't want to be like, well, we're just going to reach in there with our index finger and uh, put our thumb on the other side, and we're just going to just pull <laughs> until they come straight. Uh, you want yeah. you want devices involved somehow. Lasers, yeah, maybe. I agree. This is kind of like going to the mechanic and, well, you, you got a bent tail rod there. We're just going to bend it right back into place. You'll be fine as new. No, it's like going to the mechanic with a broken arm and they're like, yeah, we're going to just strap a couple pieces of two by fours on there and, boy, boy be bad, back to normal, bad as anything. So mm. that's what they would say. Well, they got the, the teeth pushed back into place uh, so they didn't. You know, click up against them and Gosh. cause more damage. And having a five-year-old sound like that clacky zombie on World War Z would be <laughs> unsettling. <laughs> so the dentist pushed his teeth and bent them back into place. Yeah. That's just painful to read. They bent them back into place almost. Ah, oh, geez. They had to do it a second time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just get back in there. Yeah. <sighs> they just don't want to be back where they belong, so... We're waiting. There's uh, there's flesh and 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 gums that are getting in the way of these teeth being pushed back into place. Because you here. know they pulled them all the way back to normal, <laughs> and then they waited. 
<laughs> and the teeth just kind of settled backwards again. And uh, it's like like bending a stick. And then the stick just kind of straightens out a little bit. And you're like, no, no. Yeah, a green stick that you're trying to break. and Yeah, into... yeah it yep. just doesn't want to let go. Doesn't, no. Doesn't want to quit. It doesn't want to go back the way it was either. So <sighs> this is terrible. Well, on neither occasion, the first time or the second time, uh, he was not enjoying it in the slightest. But the second time was the charm. And Owen got to go to the treasure chest. But guess what? No rocket. Oh, no! No rocket. But the dentist himself looked in back room and found one. And so I told Owen to thank him. And Owen proceeded to punch the dentist in the junk. What? (laughs) I was aghast. Standing there. No idea what to do. Then the receptionist started laughing so much, saying it was the funniest thing she'd ever seen. It must not have hurt that bad. He didn't kneel over or keel down and cry out in pain he was just likely just shock and he just let he let them keep coming back <laughs> to the to his practice after being punched punched in the, in the junk the place where no one should be punched. why do you punch a kid kid why are you punching him in the junk after he got you a rocket you're punching him in the rocket you're the best thanks a lot i remember exactly what i did other than probably shrugging and giving the dentist the kids punched in the darndest places look like to and see that's that all look. Justin Lowmaster has to say to us, but that that story deserves some rewriting, I think. Well, no, he he um he actually sent it to me, and it ended with he just punched him in the junk, and I'm and I I I emailed him back, and I'm like, well, then what happened? What you can't just end with he punched? Did he really <laughs> punch him in the junk? Anger man. Yeah, and that's when I got some more information where he just said. Well, it, he must not have really hit him there because the doctor didn't really react and the, the receptionist laughed and thought it was really funny and I didn't know what to do. Mm. I know what to do. You 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 <laughs> you, you take you, the rocket away from the kid and give it back to the dentist. Exactly. And you make him apologize and you take him out in the hallway and you put your finger right up his nose and you say, Don't you ever do that again? And, yeah. Oh, Next time you come back to the dentist, you're not getting Novocaine when he drills in your teeth. When he would think that's when he sticks his thumb behind your <laughs> front choppers and just tries to will will, will them back into place. Oh gosh! All right, this one's from Chad from Cedar Valley, Utah. It's called the Pea Tree. Every year, our neighborhood organizes an overnight camping trip for any fathers and sons. Honestly, it's probably. Better to describe the trip as a chance for the wives to get rid of the husbands and pamper themselves. That's nice. A few years ago, my sons and I set up camp and I was cooking dinner. My youngest son let me know he needed to go to the bathroom. He was very recently potty trained. So you got kids. So you know that this stage urgency is a necessity. I was lucky Mm -hmm. he told me, but I knew it was a ticking time bomb before he couldn't hold it anymore. Unfortunately, the bathrooms weren't very close and I had no idea yet how clean or accessible they would be to young urinators. <laughs> that sounds like a, a terrible name for a sports team <laughs> or a band. <laughs> Who are you listening to? The young urinators. They're, they're, I'm the urinator. They're very... going to take you away. <laughs> <laughs> I had a decision to make. I could burn the dinner and help my son or have a wet, stinky son and a decent dinner. 
So while I'm mm. frantically trying to decide, I see a stand of trees not too far away, and I decided to give my son a good lesson about the good old great outdoors and our privileges yes. as men. You see those trees over there? I asked him, go over there, pull down your pants, and just go. So excitedly, he trotted off, and I went back to dinner prep. I have to admit I was pretty impressed with my abilities to handle both problems. I, yes. it, it, it could have been a good dinner, and my son would have, or it would be a good dinner, and my son would have dry pants. A minute or so later, though, I looked over to see how he was faring, and he had taken my advice quite literally. <laughs> he had went over to the trees, pulled off his pants, not just down. He climbed the tree and was peeing <laughs> out of the tree. <laughs> So there you go. Oh. <laughs> Chad from Kids. Cedar Valley, Utah. Mm. They just pee in the darndest places. That's right. You wouldn't have that problems with a girl, but boy, you just, you know, <laughs> stop. You weren't going for a little walk when that happened. Go over there and pull down your pants and go. Just do it. Okay, Dad. Dinner. I'm putting all the pieces together and climbing the tree makes sense because I'm a kid. Hmm. Well, I got a story here called Stalkers. It comes to us from Jared Rester. Hey, Jared. It says, I have a story for you from my senior year of high school. I lived in a dorm for my last two years of high school. Because your parents so didn't love you. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> my parents sent me away for school. Yes. I know I had not yet reached the age of being alone. My, but st my stepmother hated me. And I hated her. It was a good thing. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. That's pretty awesome, though, because uh, they had all the regular hall activities last year, of his last two years of his high school. We had cookouts and things like that. One of the last activities we had was a scavenger hunt. Well, I call it a scavenger hunt, but really it was a list of certain things we had to do to win points. That sounds not fun to me. <laughs> Things like make a music video, take a photo of a funny object, and other weird... Hire things. actors to come and hug you like your real parents. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Poor Jared. Jared. Uh, anyway, one of the challenges was to make a list of our RA's family members. The RA had included this as a gag challenge. No one was supposed to solve it. My teammates and I, however, were determined to do everything on the list. I spent three days scouring the internet. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Scary crap, dude. I spent three days scouring the internet three trying days. to find the information about one of my dun, RAs. Dun, 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 one of my teammates even started calling phone number that we had found, asking if dun, they knew our RA. Dun, we finally found them an hour before dun, the competition was supposed to be over. Dun, dun. When we told our RA about what we had done, he looked at us like we were insane and jokingly said, do you think you could track down a guy who owes me some money? <laughs> Anyways, it was a ton of fun, and I hope I never have to do it again. <laughs> we won, by the way. Keep up the great work. Love the show. Thank you, Jared Rester. Jared is uh, should get a job for the CIA. Yeah. And <laughs> we stalked ourselves. We stood outside their house for four days, and, even in the cold rain. And we if they ask him to give away his identity... 
and and have to let go of all of his earthly attachments and relationships, I don't think he would have a problem because he'd be like, parents? What parents? <laughs> oh, man. They sent me off for the last two years of high school. Yeah. They went to Tahiti. So, all right. This one's called Sophia is Chinese. It's from Ava Elizabeth. An important detail of this story, she starts, is Sophia is Chinese. (laughs) Okay. That's why it's called that. At our school, when you're in sixth grade, there was an hour every day where we read to first graders. We had finished up reading to the kids and we had sat down at our desk as they left. An idiot kid was passing our desk to leave. He looked at Sophia. He pulled the skin by his eyes so his eyes would slit like like that. And he said, Konnichiwa. So obviously a white boy making fun of this little Chinese girl. The kid walked away, and I asked her if she was okay, and she says, I'm fine. American people make fun of Asian people like this, and she mimicked the kid. And then she continued saying, this is how Asians make fun of Americans. So she squished her eyes so they would be round and said, hello, I'm new. (laughs) It was hilarious, and I laughed about it for the rest of the day, Ava Elizabeth. Well, that's a healthy young lady. Yeah, I'm new to the world. I've never seen anybody other than other white people and don't know how to respond properly. So there you go. She she seems like she's going to do well in life. And that is all that matters. And that, my friends, is the end of our program for today. Uh, if we used your story, that means we owe you a sticker. So email your address to james at nlcast.com. Do you have a funny story to share? How about what about kites? You got any stories about roller skates or fireworks? Because 4th of July just happened. Maybe you blew a finger off or whatever. Yeah. No matter what it is. Send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Twitter at NLCast. You can also follow us on Instagram. Just look up That Story Show. Review us in iTunes if that's how you found us. We do appreciate those very much, and I check them often. If you want more great shows like this one, especially one called Red School Bus, it's me and my daughter pretty much doing this same thing. Uh, visit nlcast.com thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to James Spangler Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube Zane Estrada, Yanu Streetspec and Carrie Wright become a patron today at patreon.com slash story show and you'll get bonus content for every single episode plus access to monthly game codes on Steam and so much more and remember when something weird annoying, embarrassing, gross or wet happens to you don't get stressed don't wake up in the middle of the night and stumble around and wake up your wife in your wet undies just think hey this belongs on that story show we'll see you guys next time thanks john thanks james we'll see you guys later peace did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. 
Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com slash audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.